everyone. Welcome to Seeker Insensitive, a podcast about stuff and things, uh, nor, uh, namely uh, the sort of music that uh, people I like do on the internet. Uh, today, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the uh, 155 extra credit comp Mo Goes West, uh, which was curated by my guest today, uh, John, aka No Way Far Out. What's good? How you living? Hey, how's it going, everyone? Um, like uh, Althea said, this is No Way Far Out or John or whatever the heck you want to call me. Excellent. So um, as uh, will be a theme over the next few episodes uh, of this podcast here, uh, this is not our most recent one. <laughs> um, uh, this actually came out back in October, but I had um, as in a creative rut because sometimes people are mean. And I don't know what to do with myself, but we are back in action. Um, and this is actually a comp that I've listened to probably, oh, I don't know, a dozen times over the last two weeks. <laughs> um, so uh, what I'm saying is good work. Um, so. <laughs> no, thank you to everyone else. I mean, they're, they're the ones who really put in like the work. There's great results. There's great songs all over this comp. And I'm excited for us to listen to that today. Yeah. Well, it, it's also one of those things that, like, uh, I, I'm also going to sort of put you on the spot here. Comp organizing, not that hard. <laughs> yeah, it's... for real. Um, I get intimidated by literally everything. And putting together a comp, just sequencing tracks, uploading art, not too bad. I screwed up with dimensions on art, still managed to make it work. So anybody yeah. can organize a comp. I stand by that. You guys should all, like, sign up to do comps for real yeah well also like <laughs> okay Bandcamp's dimension being 1400 by 1400 <laughs> is real stupid like why do you need to have that high of resolution for it like no idea like who is looking at this on their like fucking 4k 20 inch you know um <laughs> I mean most people I guess but I don't know why my brain was like that's huge it isn't <laughs> um I've been watching a lot of 90s sitcoms, and I think that's part of my problem. <laughs> um, uh, what have you been watching? Uh, well, okay. Recently, Eric and I just finished, um, well, we're watching Mindy Project right now, which does not count. Um, <laughs> but uh, Eric and I just finished How I Met Your Mother, which has this like very strange aspect to it, in that it's about the early noughties. Um, so there's a lot of okay. things about being 2003 that I just straight up did not remember being a thing. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a show that uh, does not hold up, but is still fun. Um, it's fun to like go back to stuff like that, though. I mean, yeah. Um, just like Frasier. Yeah, yeah Frasier holds great. the fuck up. Um, Shout out to Polysci Alex. Oh, yeah. Oh, for real. Also, it's just. <laughs> okay that's so so again uh tangenting once again um they keep making noises about a fraser reboot and like it's got enough behind it now that i guess it's actually going to happen on paramount plus but also they're doing it without niles or his dad um <laughs> so like a huge part of the show it's like three quarters of the show like, like why would you even bother I, man 
like mean, I get doing Kelsey it without his dad. That actor is dead. But but you're gonna yeah. do it without like I don't know. It's it's dumb. Why bother? Also, did you know that uh Kelsey Grammer won um I'm sorry, I'm got shit on my camera. Did you know that Kelsey Grammer won Emmys for playing Fraser Crane on three different shows? <laughs> did not realize that. That's wild. Yeah. Uh for uh for Frasier, for Cheers, and for a guest spot on Wings. Anyway, this, is, this has been Frasier Facts with your friend Althea. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving, moving away from Frasier and back onto the comp. Um, so yeah, this comp actually came out back in October. Um, and uh, honestly, kicks ass. Um, if I am recalling correctly. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so the proceeds from this one do go to uh, Bryce's, a.k.a. Tender Hell, a.k.a. Uh, Locked Groove, if you're on uh, if you're on TikTok, because apparently she's blown up on TikTok, a.k.a. Uh, I think officially the most famous of any of us. Uh, what with that film that she scored, uh, Aaron's Guide to Kissing Girls, which comes out on February 1st. This isn't Spawn. I'm just uh, real proud of real, just real proud of Bryce. Um, so anyway, uh, if, if that is a thing that interests you, or if you heard this comp and you're like, man, how do I not already own that? You can do that. Uh, additionally, you can buy it on cassette via the 155 extra credit Bandcamp as well. Uh, in fact, it is the one that I have, uh, put on the most tape so far. So, um, a whopping three, uh, but regardless, uh, killer comp, um, uh, is there anything you would like to say about said comp before we we dig in? No, just overall that I'm really excited how things turned out. And I think that everyone does a great job. But we're going to definitely dig into that and talk about it. And hopefully uh, have uh, plenty of time to tell everyone just how sick their song was. So I'm ready to get started. Oh, for sure. Oh, uh, one other note about this before it. Uh, it is called Mo Goes West's After... Mo goes west uh, after uh, Ern's roommate's dog, who is the cutest dog on the internet. Uh, and because it's not like an internet famous dog, it's just for me. And that's, that makes my heart feel so good. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, track one, Dianea's spouse, uh, The Broken Road. I believe this is a traditional, but I could be wrong. Um, here's where we're gonna realize that I don't remember who the original artist for all of these songs are, uh, but it's cute, it's fun. So here we go. I set out on a narrow way many years ago Hoping I would find true love along the broken road well, I got lost a time or two Wiped my brow, kept pushing through I couldn't see how every sign Where you are 
like northern stars pointing me on my way into your loving arms this much I know Okay, so let's just sort of be real off the top here. Um, this whole comp was an excuse for this cover, right? <laughs> it has to be. I almost didn't think that Ryan was going to have a submission on this comp because Ryan was, I believe, in the Philippines when we were originally putting together the, the comp. So yeah. I feel so lucky that we have Ryan on this comp and that like it's an absolute banger it's what we expect like from dynia spouse yeah um also i did some quick googling it's definitely a rascal flat song <laughs> um <laughs> but regardless <laughs> um there's going to be a lot of uh althea googling stuff in real time right now but uh yeah no i ryan stuff like this is an absolutely perfect cover for that um for Diana's spouse, for Ryan, for this vibe, for this comp. Um, and like, it starts off so strong with such a banger. Bless is all I have to say about that, really. Uh, who, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I believe Ryan is also on the soundtrack for uh, Aaron's Guide to Kissing Girls out the first week in February at some point. So check that out on your streaming service of choice. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm so excited. Also, uh, maybe look into uh, the fascism in the Philippines, uh, because that's also something Ryan cares about. So, um, I, I mean, anti, not pro, um, just for clarification's <laughs> sake. Um, so anyway, uh, track two, oh, do you have any further thoughts? No, um, just that the Kitty. song absolutely Sorry. rules, and I have to keep on saying that over and over again throughout the night, but so glad that it's on here. I'm glad that we started the, the comp off perfectly so with the person in that lane. Yeah. Um, so, uh, track two, uh, Small BF, Sean Mendez's Lawyer's Best Friend, uh, with We Made It. Okay, so 
three three immediate thoughts. Uh, first, I love when Stephen kind of sounds like he wants a cigarette when he's smoking, which I feel like is very much the vibe on, or when he's singing, not smoking, which very much seems like the vibe here. <laughs> um, like, um, second thought. Um, right after this comp came out, or maybe right before, Harry Styles also did a cover of this song. <laughs> and so in my brain, the two are like inextricably linked. Um, I mean, it's it's okay. I don't really trust a British accent doing doing a, a Canadian country song, but you know, you live and learn. And third, I've forgotten my <laughs> third point. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna jump in here and to kind of piggyback back on what you were saying, like the the sound of Stephen needing a cigarette. I thought it reminds me so much of his song on the stars comp with him and Ern, where it has the same sort of vibe. And I think like that lane is so good where it just like slinky and a little bit sleazy, but like, I don't know. It just, it's such a good cover and sleazy, but not in um, a gross way. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, I don't need to say that Steven is in the least way sleazy, but um, sort of in like that, like that way. Yeah. I, I it's it's so good I don't know um see this this is the struggle with this podcast and what's the struggle with 155's first season is that everybody rules and so you just kind of end up in these like um in these yeah rhythms, but, it, it's, but it's good to put people over and pat pat them on the back and like let them know that like it's so cool that you're putting yourself out there and like creating something when you could just like be carrying around your, like just be living and not really doing like anything constructive and creative. Yeah. So I think it's well, awesome. And I'm, I'm also just very much a fan of um, making stuff because you feel like it without like pretense or expectation. Uh, and I feel like yeah. this is sort of a good outlet for that. So you're not screaming into a void. Like there, there is an audience, but they're not an audience that like expects things of you. I don't know. Um, yeah I work in an art school and I think about this a lot <laughs> um, <laughs> that said uh next track Joey Division with Fist City So this is one that when I'm dubbing it onto tapes is always the jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I can definitely like understand that. It's 
way different than everything that comes like before it or what comes after it's so good though like I I love this like uh sort of stray uh just fucking screamo metalcore cover (laughs) just like in the (laughs) middle of these like beautiful like ballady sorts of sorts of deals it's it's great but it gets me every time I've heard this comp a dozen times over the last couple weeks and like still still <laughs> and i and i didn't know what to expect with it because i remember on the discord joey was like talking about how he um he just put himself down about like his screamed vocals and stuff like that and i'm like oh this is gonna be great because joey just like is a top-notch producer with like how he arranges everything and like it, sorry i keep on like burping here so I apologize for picking up but just like how everything sounds like in every single track that he does is just so well produced it's so dynamic there's tons of things going on and like it's just tight yeah well and also he always gets the like genre he's going after so well like yeah like and I, and I know that he sticks to a few like main things but he does those things so well like it's yeah. um uh like to to jump back to the entitled comp uh he and bunk did a cover of um i think it was i'm lost without you in the style of angels and airwaves and it was <laughs> i was surprised like uh, i don't know joey has has a has a true talent for like just getting like Just getting like the tone, I, I don't want to say parody because that's wrong, but like, you know how sometimes you come across a Weird Al song and it's a pastiche and you kind of think that it's supposed to be like a parody of something and then it isn't? <laughs> um, that's how I feel yeah, about I Joey think, like, Division, but not in an insulting way. Yeah, yeah. I think Joey does such a great job of like picking a lane, like especially with the Cat Guard, like Yeezus cover from the same comp that you referenced. Yeah. Um, where he goes in, he takes an idea and just kind of builds off it. So it's its own separate thing. That's not quite straight a copy of something else. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. I also don't, I'm unfamiliar with the source material on the song, but I'm assuming it's some, uh, fucking outlaw country bullshit. <laughs> um, but, or Lynn. um, it's a great song. Yeah. Um, but this, it was, that was so good. I loved it. Um, again, it, <laughs> shock value alone. It's like, um, I, I realize that no one spends the time with these comps that I do, really, um, especially lately because I've been dubbing them onto cassette. Um, yeah. But also back on the Avril comp, um, there is a nine minute uh, version of Skater Boy to the tune of Inter Sandman. Um <laughs> That that jump scares me in a very similar kind of way. <laughs> um, delightful, <laughs> delightful horror. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, next track. Uh, we're not anima- We're not an animatronic bear band. We're animatronic bears in a band. All the guys that turned me on turned me down, and we're just gonna listen to this whole one because it's short. <laughs> Thank you. 
I love it. I love that it's kind of spooky. Yeah, um, this one's mine. Um, oh, I assumed it was VW, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Um, this one is definitely mine. Um, tried to do a little bit more ambitious things earlier that didn't quite work out. And I was listening to um, just Mount Erie and stuff like that and just thought that I could try to do a straight ahead cover of a song from the Disney attraction, the Country Bear Jamboree. And then I realized that like finding after somebody in a song as like a man is not a good sounding thing so I flipped the vocals made it more of a noise song and that's what we ended up with I love it it's it's so good I especially because uh this the the artist name you've selected on this is also very funny um <laughs> Though I will say that when I was uh, handwriting track lists for this one, I think I did list it on somebody's as, I don't know, some fucking joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, because my hand hurt at the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I love it. It's so good. Um, track five, we have Bill Wad with Jeans On, which is actually the highlight track of this one, I believe. Um, so here we go. When I wake up in the morning light, I pull my jeans and I feel alright. I pull my blue jeans on, I pull my blue jeans on. It's a weekend, and I know that you're free, so pull on your jeans and come on out with me, cause I need to feel you near me, I need to have you close to me. You and me will go motorbike riding in the sun and the wind and the I got money in my pocket, got a tiger in my tank, and I'm king of the road again. Okay, we're just gonna stop it right there, uh, even though the song gets good. Um, I mean, it's good to start, but like it continues being very good. Uh, so, uh, I am actually uncertain who this one is. Um, my assumption is BW based on that it's called Bill or that the artist's name is Bill Wad, but that could be nothing. Yeah. Do you have a, do you know? I believe it's BW. Okay. And I think it's a cover of an 80s pop song, not a traditional country cover. It's Hell my yeah. research is which is awesome to just take something that's not and still stylize it. I mean, it, it's open gym with this comp, so I'm glad that yeah. BW took it that. It's it sounds very like or this particular cover is very like fucking uh Kimya Dawson, Paul Per or Paul Baraboo, uh like ass style and it's so good. I love it. Yeah. It's both fragile and like cool at the same time. And I think like it's so different than what we typically hear from BW where a lot of times it's like shoegazy and a little spooky. Yeah, but to like really have no vocal effect and just be them is is always really nice to hear. Yeah, 
just a beautiful fragile voice too i i feel like i always use this fragile as in as an adjective for these but i i mean that in like uh i i mean that in a delicate sense not in a uh yeah. breakable sense if that makes sense um <laughs> Althea just used the word sense uh, three times in that sentence. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's cool. We're, we're getting we're, by. We're, so yeah. comp. we're having a good time. We are. We're still getting back into this whole podcasting idea. So, you know, we'll get there. Um, season two. <laughs> Next, <laughs> uh, we have East Coast BF with Pine, Pine, Pine. Here we go. Sorry, that one went a, a hair longer than I wanted it to, um, because uh, up until this moment, I assumed that this was a cover of a White Stripe song, but that is not what that White Stripe song is called. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, one thing that I love about this comp is that unlike a lot of our comps, um, people really like leaned into the genre on this one. Um, like we said country comp and everyone went like hell yeah it's time for me and my guitar to uh to sing about our lost women and our trucks and our dogs <laughs> um, <laughs> and i i love it i love um that steven took on like the country twang in this song i think this is steven in john yeah. plane right that sounds right and it's a fun, like, it's a fun song for sure. Like, yeah. I think that putting on the boots, so to speak, and just, like, playing the character. Yeah. Like, definitely fun to listen to and way different than anything that at least Steven's done. Yeah. Well, it's it's also one of those things that I I absolutely love the fake twang on it. Um, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if you've ever listened to Taylor Swift's first record. Um, when oh, they were. Cool. What? Only the singles. Yeah. So um, at the time that Taylor Swift's first record came out, she had grown up in Pennsylvania. So they decided that they were going to give like a country twang to a woman with a mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> um, and that's a little bit what, what Stephen's country twang reminds me of, but like in a charming way. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> anyway. Um, next up on oh, the no, I need to check out that Taylor Swift record just to like give it another listen and just like, pick up on it's not how great. Weird that was. Yeah. Um like I I am sincerely hoping that for the Taylor's version of that one, um, that that she a little bit gives up on the twang, but also deeply I really want the uh 30-year-old woman to uh try to pick up the uh or to try to recreate a 16-year-old uh girl from the American Northeast trying to sound like she's from uh, the American South. Um, just oh, such a good energy. Anyway, <laughs> next track, uh, Andrew Lemon Yosemite, Make Me a Palette on Your Floor. I, I love that this sounds very much like a front porch song, um, which I think this is the Susan's is. Um, I could be wrong, but if yeah. so, then that's definitely what it is. <laughs> um, but so pretty. I don't know. Like even when uh, the Soothings like do something a little bit different, I like how you can definitely feel that it's a soothing song, even without like knowing that it is. Yeah. It, this is one of those songs that very much like, this song feels like hanging out on someone's front porch uh, in the evening. It's not, it's a little too warm for a bonfire kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah. Like, like it, it hits such an exact vibe. Um, that's just incredible. Um, Dang, we know so many talented people. <laughs> yeah, this one is that this one is okay. I was gonna say it's my favorite on the album. It's not because it's Dionysus' spouse's broken road, but it's a close second. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, um, and I think this is the one of two Jillian Welch covers on the comp. So yeah. we have another one of those coming up too. I think it's her and Shania tied 2-2 on this for any repeats. Sounds about right. Uh, you know, just uh, the the real greats. I will also say, surprised we didn't get any Dolly Parton on this. Um, but I also attribute that to my own not submitting to this comp. 
So um, <laughs> people thought I was going to go Taylor and I didn't because that's its own thing. So um, a password, you could jump on for Dolly Parton or a Taylor Swift and we can do like revisionist podcasts like years down the line. The I, tracks. I will say that I, I was considering uh, putting together a time is an illusion uh, comp of just everything <laughs> that people meant to do and did not get to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I don't know, that's the way life works. Um, so next track, uh, D&J, Satisfied Mind. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so here's where I'm going to say something that is going to sound like an insult, but I legitimately think is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and thus is not, and is in fact praise. Um, I love how the vocals are processed on this and that they kind of turn from being vocals to being um, like instrument texture instead. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think like your point makes a lot of sense, um, especially when you compare the song to the original Johnny Cash song, where every yeah. line feels like it weighs so much, like in that song, like it's not even like context wise feeling very heavy, but just like it's very stagnated, like line to line to line, like going from a more melodic, like, like textured approach is like such a good, like and smart takeaway of handling the song. Yeah. Uh, you mean like every Johnny Cash song? Everything feels uh, <laughs> real heavy and full of uh, uh, and sort of uh, weighed down like he's a man with demons. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, here I am making fun of the late Johnny Cash, everybody. Um, but yeah, it's this is such like it's so like the the melodic take on it is really pretty and i i really like that it's almost like the the lyrics themselves are hidden it's just sort of like i don't want to be like vibe based because that's wrong but um because they're still there you can still hear and understand them but but they they matter less in context um yeah it's very like church hymnal yeah like in the way it sounds yeah. But like not 
instrumentally, just like the way it works vocally. Yeah. Oh, good shit. I don't know. Um, moving forward here. Uh, track nine, Tender Hell, My Man on Love. Here we go. One star remains in the false darkness Have you met my man on love? One truth survives death's silence darkness Have you met my man on love? No sorrow is like yours, my friend is your tomb. I take your every agony to save you from this doom. But one star remains in the false darkness. Have you met my man on A tender hell joint never disappoints. So right. Um, uh, I like the way that tender hell just went straight forward with the original source material of the song. And like, it still feels like fresh and like tender hell just needs to like write like big pop songs like everywhere. Like so talented, yeah. so, and just like, can't help but smile when we listen to it yeah tender hell is is a true talent and like seriously like this is a pretty straightforward cover like of the song but uh like somehow it just feels so alive you know yeah got, got the got the the little omnicord beeps love me an omnicord beep <laughs> um just, I don't know, in, in general, really sort of brings a, a liveliness to it that I, I love. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I did a lot, of, I've done a lot of gushing about Brace today, but uh, again, super proud. Uh, go watch their movie and uh, sign up for their Patreon. Again, not Spawn, uh, just real proud of Brace. Uh, their TikTok's real good. So, um Next track, Be Left, Ruination Day. When the iceberg hit, hold the master known, got loose on the water like Casey Jones. So I walked downtown on my telephone, took a lazy turn through the red eyes. Strangely dressed, no one showed from the music press. But I 
Okay. You you look like you're having some initial thoughts. Um, I think that it's really cool. Um, every time, um, B Left comes on a track and just completely rewrites the context of the song. I don't even know fully what's going on in places and what they're referencing. I'm going to assume that it's not the WE scandal this time. No. But um, I don't know. It's just such a fun song. It sounds pretty. It You can't help but like laugh in sections if you're fully paying attention to the song. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just joy. Yeah. Well, what, one thing that, that I, I realized about this one is that, Okay, this is again something that is going to sound mean, and I don't intend it this way. Um, but it's surprisingly coherent for a B left track, right? Because normally we get a lot of like juxtaposition and a lot of like um, a lot of samples. It, it's 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 a little harsh. Um, this one is not. I mean, he's still yeah. entirely rewritten the whole thing to be about something in Canadian politics, I assume. Um, but. It, it feels more song and less art piece. Um, does that make sense? Again, this is coming off as mean, not the way I intend it. <laughs> um, yeah. It, I'm trying my best to remember everything. I feel like we get B left every few comps. And I'm always really stoked to hear a new B left song, but it definitely feels way different than all the things I remember where it's very sample heavy and like building off the we scandal or some sort of canadian politics that either you or i like know anything about as like um a man in indiana and you over in arizona so but still like it's like such a good wind down track as we approach the end of the comp yeah um it's also uh again i keep talking about making cassettes because this is what i've been doing lately um it's also the last track that fits on side A. Um, so as a result, the next song is the only track on side B of this comp. And so then I have to add something else to it. Uh, one of the shorter <laughs> ones. Um, so it's one of those things that like, if that was the last song, it, my life would be so much easier. But I also really like the next song. So um, just fun facts about if you decide to pick up a tape. Um, speaking of that last track, Shy and Twangy, uh, You Got Away. Here we go. You got away with me. Somehow you got me to believe in everything that I could be. Gotta say, you really got away. You got away, it seems. You gave me faith to find my dream. You never know just what that means. Can't you see? You got away with me in the way you want me. It's okay. So, A, uh, strong voice, clear as a bell, just beautiful and haunting. But also, 
Is that an unplugged electric guitar? Kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> Bold move. I love it. I don't know. It's it just, he's got such a pretty voice and I don't know, like it's just a good send off to everything that came before. I just like, I don't know. It just, I'm so glad like that he submitted and I don't know, just overall great track. Yeah. I mean, D is such like a talent, like this, this like beautiful, fragile voice. And like, again, I mean, fragile in like a good way, clear as a bell, um, but just beautiful, 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 beautiful comp. I think this is definitely like one of our prettiest comps, like just in terms of like, that it's all very pretty music. I don't know. Um, that's not great adjectives, but whatever. <laughs> uh, like, I think we definitely have a vibe with the comp for like the lane that it's in, excluding Joey and probably like my song. And everything else is just like very, like, like either very countrified versions of like standards or like very pretty interpretations of like songs so yeah um yeah definitely like it's something that I, I still come back to even though I was the person that like sequenced it I try to remove myself from the equation still think it's like one of our better ones post on entitled yeah well okay so also you're allowed to toot your own horn like that's fine I will straight up say I listened to uh both my laptop orchestra's album this week and also my own uh my my album of taylor comps they both rule so like <laughs> feel free to toot your own horn i really liked yours shoot so well uh thank you're you. allowed to like um, the things that, you make i think that your taylor album is also like legitimately pretty cool very pretty and uh, i think oh, the art you. for it is really cool Thanks. Um, I hand painted I that. Bought, <laughs> I bought original art back in the day. Oh, hey. Um, yeah. Because I'm like, man, um, this will go great with, along with all my like scripted pictures of like Jesus and whatnot. So uh, I love that. <laughs> I'm glad I went to a good home. I had forgotten <laughs> who bought it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, so I guess small announcement. That's getting a deluxe edition coming out on cassette in uh probably february maybe early march depending on how quickly my tapes get here um because i ordered them today so you heard it here first kids uh that's not true you probably heard it on the discord first but if you're the sort of person who uh listens to my podcast more than they read the discord uh yeah so that's that's a coming that's gonna have bonus tracks and stuff i'm very excited um so uh is there anything you would like to share with the people? Any any uh, final conclusive thoughts here? No, thanks for listening listen to me talk in circles with Althea for the last half hour. Yeah. And uh, thank you for Bunk for buying the comp. Um, thoughts Woo! again and this Bunk through all the things that they're going through. Um, definitely my thoughts and my prayers are like are with you right now. And yeah. thank you to Michael and Ern for giving me the source material for the art. So yeah. again, everyone. Um, so uh, just a couple of like the general pod wrap up things. 
Uh, one, you can find this comp at uh, 155extracredit.bandcamp.com, extra without an E, <laughs> like like the Taking Back Sunday song, jokes. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not our most recent, so you'll have to do some clicking around, but it should show up in the sidebar. Um, uh, the theme song to this podcast is by Baby Tyler, uh, tsfoss.bandcamp.com. Uh, that really rules. And he just did that out of the goodness of his heart because he listened to the first episode of my podcast and was like, you don't have a theme song. Here's one. Um, which is one of the cooler things to ever happen to me, I think. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Um, go with God. <laughs>